You know what, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to have a fun intro plan for today, but you know, there's nothing else that needs to be said. The boys got, went down to the birds. The Buccaneers won on my boy's birthday. Or Buccaneers? Fuck. The Broncos <laughs> won on my boy's birthday. Yeah, I mean, the, the Buccaneers won the day after my birthday, but I, yeah, that, that was cool true. too, I guess. It was cool, but for other reasons that we will honestly talk about because I actually really liked, I want to talk about that game because that was a lot of fun. And last but certainly not least, we are eight weeks through the NFL season. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Behind the Plays. This is our week nine edition, which is insane to think about that we're already midway through the NFL season. Like already is out of this world. Through all of COVID, through all of everything, we're here. Which reminds me, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. In regards to other things too. I forgot about that. But we can't do this alone. We can never do this alone. We have our boy Eric, the unofficial official co-host of this show. How are you doing today? I'm living the dream, man. I mean, I don't get too many Victory Mondays, and this one felt especially good. Uh, I have lots to talk about regarding Broncos Chargers, so I'm excited I'm for that. The Broncos won. I can't possibly be mad. I have actually, I, I'm going to say I don't have much to talk about when it comes to the Eagles game this week, but I'm going to end up ranting for like a nap. Yeah, you say like that now. Because that's what usually happens. That's usually what happens, right? I want to talk more about the Giants game than anything. I'm not going to lie to you. I actually genuinely want to talk about that game because it's going to be very interesting to say the least. Uh, but we're here with week eight recap, week nine predictions, and our mid-season. Um, we're going to label it a carnival, I guess. I don't know what we're going with here. But I have three topics that we want to talk about. Uh, and we'll get to that at the end. It'll be a nice surprise uh, for you guys in in the listening world of this uh, this podcast. So, without further ado, let's uh, let's get let's get cracking. Uh, let's start it off with our favorite birds, right? The best birds in all the world, the Falcons, Panthers. You know, I I used to really like the Falcons. Like, I don't know why. I just kind of like stuck to the Falcons. I like the Falcons. I can't stand the Falcons now. We've predicted the Falcons wrong. Like every, I predicted every the Falcons week. wrong the first six weeks. You've predicted the Falcons wrong the entire time. That's not true. I got. I oh, got, last week. Yeah, last week. I did call the Lions, it, it but lost. I'm one for seven on. I'm I'm one in seven I, on Falcons predictions. I think I am too. Yeah, I I I I I don't get the Falcons. They like to do this thing where like they sell their stock on their team, right, and then they like to win late so that they just ruin their draft position. Always. Um, yeah, but the Falcons do end up beating the Panthers on Thursday Night Football by a ever. score of 25-17, to 17, which is, oddly enough, um, the Panthers won this matchup earlier in the season uh, in Week 5. Both times the road team won, which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah, that actually is very interesting. This game meant more for the Panthers than it did for the Falcons because the Panthers still could have potentially been a playoff team, but with this loss, especially a divisional opponent... It's going to be tough to recover from that because not only are you – because the fact that it was a divisional opponent, you now have to worry about the Buccaneers and the Saints. And, yeah, you, you, can't, you have to pass one of them to make the exactly. I don't. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think three I don't think teams from the happening. South are making playoffs. Not with an NFC West that competitive plus the Bears. Yeah. To be fair, the NFC East isn't worrisome. So. Exactly. So – this this was probably a game that the Panthers needed to win, and they didn't. Um, the Panthers don't have bye until week 13. Them and the Buccaneers have the latest bye in the league. So that could also prove to be poor for the Panthers. Um, here is the good news, though. 
or bad news, depending on how you look at it, given that they're playing the Chiefs this week, um, it seems like Christian McCaffrey is coming back this week. This is only good because you're playing fantasy football. Yeah, it's good for me and my fantasy team because I blew mm-hmm. my first round, my first overall pick on Christian McCaffrey, and he, you know, has been gone for most of the year. Yeah. But I mean, if this is the game that Christian McCaffrey comes back, it could show it could be bad because just because they play the Chiefs. But again, the week after they play the mm-hmm. Bucks, so there's not really a good time to bring him back. Um, yeah, you kind of have to exactly. bring him. So, but nonetheless, having Christian McCaffrey back is going to help the Panthers. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's one of the most dynamic players in the NFL. Yes. So that'll be big for the Panthers. Uh, Matt Ryan still leads the league in passing. Like Their defense is just like, eh. But it's like, not even eh. It's just I, I, not I good. I hate to say that their offense is like really solid. Okay, here's here's something that I have heard uh, that I have heard, which I think could be interesting. Okay, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get to the 49ers too. But it seems like the 49ers are trying to sell their stock on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think so too. Um, and Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, has said that whoever the next coach and GM are will decide who is on the team next year. If Matt yeah. Ryan is potentially being shopped. Can you imagine Matt Ryan reuniting with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco? Um, I've seen rumors of that. Uh, they want Matt Ryan. Uh, they, they, I've seen the, the, the speculation of Matt Ryan heading over there to play for Kyle Shanahan. Um, they have George Kittle, Debo Samuel... Raheem Mostert, a relatively decent O-line. Their defense is actually good at football. They just traded someone, did they not? They traded someone to the Saints, or was that the Bucks? No, they traded Quan Alexander. They traded Quan Alexander for Kiko Alonso in a fifth, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, I mean, that team would be scarier. I think Matt Ryan's better passing wise than Jimmy Garoppolo is. I, no doubt about Jimmy it. Cause you have to remember too that Matt, Ryan's Matt Ryan won an MVP when Kyle Shanahan was his offensive coordinator. Yes. So, and on top of that, it's like you have arguably the best tight end at all of football. Who's a stud in itself and George Kittle and like Debo Samuel's no joke. Raheem Mostert out of the backfield is no joke. Like that team's, Team would be solid, and actually, like an actual O line to protect you. Oh. I would argue the the currently injured 49ers defense is better than the current Falcons defense too. So, can you imagine a fully healthy 49ers defense too with Matt Ryan? That team would be scary. Yeah, that team would be very scary. So we'll have to see what happens in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see uh, uh, if the Falcons are going for a complete reset. I don't think it's completely out of the oh, question. Man. I don't think they should. I mean, Matt I Ryan won an MVP. Like he's a really good quarterback. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, seriously look to ship out people. Like, we just saw D-Hop get traded this offseason. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Julio's gone. They might keep, like, Ridley. They might keep, like, uh, that new dude, Russell Gage. But I don't I, – they shipped out Austin Hooper this offseason, too. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this past offseason. So, like, I don't know, man. Falcons could be in for a huge rebuild. And Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley even could be on, like, that chopping block for getting him out of here. To get some uh, draft stock, tank a season, and go about your day, you know. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But Falcons, they showed up. They showed up this game, but uh, the we we know they're not going to keep it up because they're the Falcons. So. Right. Falcons stay falconing. Moving right. Stay, Falcons stay falconing. 
Moving along to the Vikings and the Packers, uh, which was kind of a shocker, but only because I honestly think this is only a shocker because the Vikings just utilized their one player that they that could actually play football this season for some reason, and that is Dalvin Cook playing out of his mind. I'm, with I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousins had like 12 pass attempts. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Something too. like that. Casually pull up. Like, I mean, the, the Vikings game. rode on the back of, of Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin Cook, when he's healthy, is arguably the best running 14. back in the league. He had 14 pass attempts. He had two receptions for 63 yards. I need to see the, the passing touchdown real quick. Hold on. It was for 50 yards, right? So for Kirk Cousins' stats, he had 11 for 14, 160 yards, and a touchdown. 50 of those yards came from that one play, and his only touchdown came from that one, one like, it was a sh- like a like a screen pass yep. to Dalvin Cook or something like that. I mean, like th- that is concerning for the Packers because this kind of shows me that the Packers defense has has some gaps and uh, has some weaknesses. The Packers offense is still competent enough. I mean, they put up twenty two points on a decent enough Vikings defense. Um, I I hate to say that Green Bay played offensively extremely well. I think they did like good enough to win. The only thing they did was fumble. They turned the ball over one time. Yeah. Like they did, they did good enough to win. Uh, the defense just let Dalvin Cook push him around. So yeah, I mean Dalvin Cook showed up. Um, this could potentially be bad for the Packers playoff seeding wise, and especially the Packers kind of owe a, um, a thank you to the Saints because they beat the Bears this week too. So that keeps them a, yeah. a game ahead of the Bears. Um, so at the end of the day, like this isn't detrimental to the Packers, but they definitely have a couple things that they need to tweak. Yes, their defense. Needs to be tweaked a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers still looks like he's in MVP form. Uh, 27-41, almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, even Jamal Williams on the ground went 16 carries for 75 yards. Isn't by any stretch of the imagination a bad day. Yep. Um, like, Devontae Adams, three touchdowns. Like, literally all the touchdowns were by – all touchdowns scored in this game were by te- technically four players, but I'm going to sum it up to two, being that Devontae Adams made it happen and Dalvin Cook made it happen for the other team. That's, like, wild by the way. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I, the game winning drive, Aaron Rodgers did fumble. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily his fault. He kind of got hit from behind in a blind spot. Ball was hit out as he was about to throw. Uh, it just kind of happens, you know, it's how football is played, but it's like, dude, you had it. You had the game. Unfortunate, unfortunate, unfortunate. But uh, the Vikings, I don't think they're by any means any better they just had Dalvin Cook being really good that day and exposing Packers defense more than anything. If the Falcons really are, are – or not the Falcons. <laughs> I got Falcons on the brain. Um, if the Vikings really are better than what we thought they were, it's too little too late. Agreed. They're already lost five games this season, so. Yeah. Like you, good win you, for them you overall, have to but, You have to yeah. be perfect the rest of the year in order to have yeah, a chance. 11 and 5 to even make the – potentially make the playoffs. And even, like, you could potentially, like – at that point, you low-key could kind of win your division if you pull that off. Because this division, by any stretch of the imagination, could could literally be a Yeah, I don't think it's decided. Of how the Bears-Packers, Bears-Packers and Lions are playing. It could like it could kind of fall into your uh, lap there. Yeah. Who knows? But who knows? Um, yeah, I, I don't. I have no clue. So we'll see how it goes this week. But um, I don't think the Vikings, by any means, are better. They just had a, a good game from Dalvin yeah. Cook which we had that happen with Derrick Henry last season. So and earlier this season with like a 200-yard game, two touchdowns, yeah. and an overtime win over someone. 
It was the, the Texans. 40, I think it was the Texans. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Aaron Rodgers still looks good. Um, I I expect them to have a bounce, bounce back game against a very hurt San Francisco team this coming week. Uh, Titans Bengals. This was the shocker of the week. Yes, the Bengals win this game thirty-one to twenty. Um, this was a weird Bill game Burrow's for a sure. Goat. Um, there should have been very few reasons the Titans lost this game, but here we are. You know, listening back on the podcast, do you have any idea how many times in the podcast we say that? But here we are. What? But here, but we, here are. we are. Wow, we really... Yeah, we, that's we, we that's say it is. way too much. That's crazy. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. I never, I never think about it. I just kind of say things. I know. It's just... But, I mean, Joe Burrow looked really good this game. Um, the Bengals looked good this game, um, and they did enough to stop the Titans, uh, which is shocking. The crazy part about it is, is that they didn't do enough to stop Derrick Henry. He still ran for 112 yards and one touchdown. He averaged 6.2 yards a carry, right? Yeah. But, like, they put up 31 points. Like, like, they even left points on the board. Like... Oh, they didn't. No, I'm sorry. I lied. I lied. I lied. The Titans left points on the board. Like they had, I think they had um, a cup, like a missed field goal. Uh, and they just didn't have a, didn't really have a chance from there. Like they punted, a lot this game. They didn't score in the third quarter when they needed to. They were down 24-7 at one point. And when you think they're fighting back, Joe Burrow said, "Nah, touchdown," and then just put a knife in them. Mm-hmm. So Joe Burrow is a stud. I mean, I, I've said this from since the Eagles game because I watched that entirety of that game. He's a stud, and he's a very interesting player to watch, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, other than that, I have nothing else to say except for uh, Titans are on a two-game skid, and that's uh, not good for them seeing as they have Chicago this week. Yeah, uh, that's definitely not you know the easiest game in the world to win, for sure. It's going to be... Tough, and especially because with the Colts winning as well, which we'll get to that in just a second. But with the Colts winning as well, yes. the Titans and Colts are both five and two in the AFC South right now. Yep. Yeah, that's tough. So that division just opened up even more so, like for those two teams. I don't think that, <laughs> for those two teams exclusively. Yeah, Jags Texans, you're kind of done. Yeah. There. Sorry. Uh, but we're going to move right around to Chiefs-Jets, and I have nothing else to say about this game, aside from the fact that it was a football game that I have something to say. on NFL. I'm yeah, retracting a statement I made last week. Why? Chiefs are the best team in football. Ah! Okay. That actually is an interesting They are. Comment. They are dominating the bad teams, and they are beating the good teams. Yeah, okay, they lost to the Raiders. Okay, cool. It's a division opponent, yeah. and they lost by, like, a touchdown. Exactly. Like, they are destroying bad opponents. They are beating good opponents. Like, yeah, I think the Chiefs are the most complete team. Um, Patrick Mahomes looks ridiculously good. I Their defense is playing really, really well right now, too. Yeah, I, I, I like the Chiefs right now. Um... I think the Buccaneers, like we saw too. some issues come up on Monday night, which we'll definitely talk about when we get to the Bucks giants game. 
Yeah, don't, oh, I got some things. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like the Chiefs... I, I feel like the Chiefs really jumped past them this week. I feel like the Chiefs are the best team in football right now. Okay. Um, but that's all. That's the only other thing I had right. to contribute. Jets, stay Jets. Yeah, I mean, 0-8. Oh um, I, I, I kind of dislike the whole they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence min- mindset because I don't I actually don't think Sam Darnold's that bad. You need to get him people around him. I mean, who the fuck is he throwing to? Jamison Crowder. Really? Because I didn't see him. He didn't target him once. I don't know. It, uh, I feel like this is Adam Gase. It really is. Like, I I don't think Adam Gase. I I said this at the beginning of the year. I don't think Adam Gase makes it to Thanksgiving. Um, and I still yeah, think that's the truth. I, I thought he was going to be the first coach. I thought he was going to be the yeah, first coach. Yeah, he's kind of shocking that he's going to be Texans. third. Maybe third, at least. Yeah. You know. Best case scenario, Best he's third. He's only, te- he's only coach without a win right now. Yeah. I guess technically the, cat, the uh, Bill O'Brien was also. Technically, Dan Quinn season. also didn't have a win. <laughs> oh, it's true. They fired him and he won two. Okay, I, I take it back. They're all winless. <laughs> anyway, like, Sam Darnold, like, I don't think he's atrocious. No, I, I think he's but, solid. I think he's good. I, I think that if you put Trevor Lawrence in the same scenario, he's also just as screwed. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, so, the Jets don't have anything. Get, get, the Jet, get Sam Darnold help. The Jets don't have anything. Like, they need more than just Trevor Lawrence there to go get Trevor Lawrence. Like, if I were Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't want to play in New York. That's a death trap. That's a death sentence. No, your, your, your career is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all you can say about that. That's rough. Um, but, yeah, I just you're good. I'm good. Stay home. Go back to go back for another year at Clemson. If, if Why is it the Jets, Jets going to be the worst team in football again? <laughs> maybe they'll pick up someone in the, that draft that helps them not be. Maybe literally, maybe you get the maybe you get Atlanta the next season. Like that's a better. Yeah, position. Atlanta, like, maybe like Jacksonville. Like somewhere, dude. That's not the Falcons. Yeah, or that's not the the Jets. Maybe the other New York team. And even if you had, yeah, I was gonna say, even if you were up on the other New York team, like just not the Jets, bro. Yeah. Uh, Colts Lions though, uh, the, we legally had to call that last game a football yeah. game, but uh, uh, Colts win forty-one to twenty-one. It was a Patrick Mahomes mixtape. Yeah, it was the Patrick Mahomes quarterbacking cool. clinic. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Colts Lions forty-one twenty-one. Hit me. Um, Colts have an extremely dominant defense, um, and their offense was clicking this game too. They looked really good this game. Um, you know, Phillip Rivers has his moments for sure. Like, very lately, he kind of looks – he's a very 50-50 quarterback. But, you know, with the thing about being a 50-50 quarterback is that 50% of the time you look like an all-star. Um, yeah. This was one of those games for Phillip Rivers. The offense was clicking. Their defense is still extremely dominant. They held a, a good a, – a decent enough Lions offense to only 21 points while scoring 41 points on themselves. Um, I think Frank Reich is one of the better coaches in the NFL. I really do. I mean, like, he was the OC when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I I think the Colts are one of the better teams, and the fact that the Titans lost this week and the Colts won this week is extremely interesting because the AFC South just got that much closer. Like, they're both 5-2, and and looming ahead in the distance is a Week 10 matchup. On Thursday night football between the Colts and the Titans. Yeah, um, they have another matchup too. They haven't played yet. No, they have one another one in week twelve. 
in week ten and week twelve. So yeah, we're about to see, we're about to see the AFC South get extremely competitive, and both these teams are are at home against good opponents. Which you know they're both they're playing both good opponents, and both those teams are they're both winnable games too. So we could potentially mm-hmm. see the Colts Titans both being six and two playing on Thursday Night Football Week Ten for control of the AFC South. On a short week. On a short week. That's gonna be wild. Yeah. Um, so that that'll be exciting for sure. I think I think the Colts uh, are one of the I think I think they're this close. Like I genuinely, like their defense is good, their offense is good enough, like they're this close. I think they're a playoff team this year. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team this year. But I think they're this close. Like I think if the Colts continue to have success and I think they get a couple more pieces, I think they upgrade at quarterback to get somebody a little bit more consistent. I think the Colts could genuinely be a Super Bowl contender for the next few years. Like that's how good the Colts are. I think, be, I think they could be a Super Bowl contender with Philip Rivers. Um, I think yes, you should look to replace him and get someone more consistent. But I think they can win. I think so too. Um, uh, but like their defense is so good, their offense is like, eh. But it put up forty-one points this week. I know the Lions aren't the best football team, but the Lions aren't no aren't a pushover. Yeah. you know. So, like, just saying, this team is uh, this team's interesting. Keep, we're definitely keeping our eyes on the Colts, that's for sure. Uh, Rams-Dolphins was kind of a disappointment, but a very happy time for uh, Tua. Yeah, Dolphins win 28-17. to uh, I'm glad I got this hot prediction right. And 4-0. and They're their four-game four win streak? Three-game win streak. Four-game win streak. No, they're not a four-game win streak. They started 0-3 this season. No, because they beat the Jags. We three. Sure. Then they lost week four, and now they're on a three-game win streak. I lied. Three-game win streak. For some reason, I thought they were on a four-game yep. win streak. My bad. Um, here's the thing, though, that this is the Brian Flores defense that shut down the Rams in Super Bowl 53. Like, it is, you know, that was that's back when he was the defense coordinator of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like, this was, a, this was a strangely dominant game from the Dolphins because the Dolphins were dominant on defense and on special teams. The Dolphins' offense looked whatever. Um, Tua didn't look fantastic. I think he, I don't even think he broke 100 yards passing. He did not. But the Dolphins did enough. I mean, they were running the ball well. They were. They had good special teams. They had good defense. Um, and they rode that all the way to the end. Um, yeah. I, I like I like the Dolphins. Like I genuinely think they could be a playoff team this year. Um, they're going to be very close vying for that wild card spot. Potentially could even win the AFC East at this point. Like they're only one game back off the bills. And based off what we saw this week, I don't think the bills are for sure. AFC East winners at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think the Rams don't need to throw the ball 61 times with Jared Goff as your, uh, your quarterback. Yeah. I mean that, that yeah, only... that doesn't help too. That was my only gripe. Uh, they, but that, that's due to the Dolphins being good at defense. Yep. Here's the good news for the Rams, though. They have a bye week this week, so that gives them a chance to recuperate, and then they play the Seahawks at home in Los Angeles, Week Ten. Yeah, and that's a that's kind of a must win right yep. now, honestly. That's so, going to be huge oh, for sure. uh, for determining the outcome of the <laughs> NFC West. Yeah, and they're gonna it's that it's that or they're gonna be praying that the uh, like Eagles beat the <laughs> the Seahawks or something. Yeah. They'll be doing the if the Eagles beat the Seahawks, they'll be doing the Rams. 
such a service because they beat the Niners and the and the uh, Seahawks. Yeah. But who's the other NFC East team? The Cardinals. Uh, who knows? They'll beat. Maybe they'll beat the Cardinals two week fifteen. You mean NFC the West because they lost. NFC West. That's what I meant. Okay. okay. I'm like Cardinals are not. The Cardinals are actually the opposite of East. <laughs> who's the other good NFC East team? As if there's any good NFC East. Right. Teams. There's. There's. The, the Eagles are good enough. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Dolphins actually could win, and the Rams are a little questionable right now. But like, they beat the Bears last week, and as I say, the Bears are questionable as well. But like, that was a good yeah. win, like a really dominant looking win at mm-hmm. that. So, so, uh, Bills Patriots was a to the wire type of game. Um, I thought it was a little sloppy to start, but very good game to end nonetheless. Uh, it came down to, like, the final minute or so. Uh, Bills did take the dub 24-21, forced a fumble on Cam Newton. And uh, for the first time in, like, forever, the Patriots are on a four-game losing streak. Yeah. Um, I I think the Patriots are done. I think they're – I I think they're looking to the draft. I really do. Yeah. I don't feel like they're um, I don't feel like they, they're very confident in this year. Like, even if they, you know, win out and make the playoffs, right, what are the Patriots going to do? Like, I don't think they're going to make a dent in the playoffs, really. Yeah, I think uh, I think Cam Newton is – I think Cam Newton's okay. I don't think he's – to me, I don't think he's at risk of losing his job, like, seriously. Uh, he had a rough week the week before that. I think this week he did not have a rough – like, a necessarily crazy rough week. He just uh, – one punch out at the end of the game. That sucks. I don't think they're like trying to tank for a quarterback in the draft right now. Yeah, I don't like, think so either. Like, they lost the one. They lost literally the one play. That was it. That one play lost in the game. Other than that, they played pretty well throughout a good chunk of this game. Uh, started really rough. Cam Newton doesn't throw a lot. He ran for 54 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Damian Harris looks really good. Who's their Patriots running back? 102 yards and a touchdown. Like they played well. It's just like. It came down to like the last minute. You got to make a play, and you didn't. So yeah, it just happens. Because they, I mean, they held the Bills to twenty-four points. Like, the Bills are putting up humongous numbers this season, aside from the two games they've lost, and they still put up decent numbers in those games too. You know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because the Bills lost to what? The Titans and the the Chiefs. Like. Yeah, I mean, those are two tough wins for sure. What are you going to yeah. do about that, you know? The Bills are still, like, they they showing, like, they, this gives me less hope for the Bills. This gives me more worry about the Bills that they almost lost to the Patriots. It's also a divisional foe. Like, that that's going to happen, you know? They're going to be close games. Like, look at the freaking Raiders Chiefs. Well, anyway. Um, Browns Raiders. We're not going to talk about this too much to upset the birthday boy. <laughs> that's but, okay. Uh, Broncos won, and I that was enough. I this one right. <laughs> the Raiders beat the Browns 16-6. Uh, Odo Beckham being out really, really showed. He is there. He has been a weapon for Baker Mayfield all season, and he just didn't. They didn't do much this season. Uh, he had 11. Baker targeted Jarvis Landry 11 times this game, and they only connected on four of them. So, you know who won this game? The defense. John Gruden. Yeah. Like this, this I I genuinely think that this game was down to coaching. Um, like 
if you look at the statistics on in like key situations and like third down and that sort of thing, like the Raiders won this game without a doubt. Like obviously they won this game, no doubt, right? But right, but like that's that was the difference maker. Like John Gruden won this game. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things was that they ran the ball thirty-one times with uh, Josh Jacobs, but they also ran it a lot more than that. Like 31, 37, like 45 times. But Josh Jacobs had 31. They only got in the end zone once. That was a throw to Hunter Renfro. So, hey, shout out to the Raiders for winning this game. And they're a 500 team. And Vegas is happy because they don't like losers. Honestly, you guys thought, like, Philadelphia fans suck. Las Vegas fans suck. They're, like, the biggest fans to quit on. Like, they'll they'll love their teams. But the minute they're losing, they're upset. Uh, Yeah. Sheesh. Like, it's like, like you know, you know, like, New York fans, they're like, ah, oh, you know what, as a Knicks, Giants, Jets fan, I kind of expect this, you know? So they're not as pissed off. Like, they're upset they're losing, but, like, they stay, they know they, know they suck. But then when, like, they're not even letting the Raiders, like, get adjusted. They're like, nah, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta win the Super Bowl. Like, I'm like, Jesus, they're not that good. So, it's just funny. Um, but yeah, I mean outcoached Browns just got outcoached yeah uh this game and I mean Baker's missing Odell that's his playmaker he targeted Jarvis Landry so many times this game and not very many connections like connecting on 25% of those is not gonna win you games just not gonna happen all right it's your time to shine all right low-key 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 second best game of the week if it wasn't for the fact that the Falcons did it in prime time in the biggest game of the year in Super Bowl 51, we might be saying that the Chargers chargered and not the Falcons falconed. The Chargers have sure, the Chargers lost the, Falcons of the, the last like four games when they have held a lead by 17 more point, or more points. Yes. Yes. And like going back to last year, they, I believe, have lost. I want to say something like 16 games by a touchdown or less. Yes. The Chargers are like that. They're insane. The Broncos were interesting. I think the Broncos have a good defensive unit that got exposed early. Then they came back and were dominant in the fourth quarter. And the Broncos offense started to click. The fourth quarter, Drew Locke, if he played like that all game, the score would not be 31-30. to 30. It would be 101-30. to 30. Yeah. Which is the only thing yeah. that concerns me at the Broncos currently. Is the fact that it, it only clicked in the fourth quarter. I really, 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 really liked what I saw from the Broncos this game. Um, the Chargers stay chargering. Like, the Chargers chargered. And I, I'm just going to start saying it like that now. The Chargers chargered. Yeah, the Chargers are chargered. Yeah. Chargers chargered. The Falcons and the Chargers are e- are the are the, the same thing. Just different conferences. Yeah. Just facts. Um Um I really, really, really like the last drive for the Broncos in the last two minutes. I think that was executed was well by the offense and by and by Coach Fangio too. Uh it was nice to see Philip Lindsay back. He had a great game, as did uh, Melvin Gordon. 
It was honestly, it was just a good, it was a good team win that the Broncos needed, I felt. Yeah, that was a big momentum win. Like, huge momentum win. And you get to play a team that also likes to blow leads. So, right? So that'll on. be fun. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the... I mean, I don't have anything else to say, but hey, shout out to the shout out to the Broncos. Drew Locke came through when he needed to, and that's what won them the game. And I loved it. The defense played well too when they needed to. Great game, great game from the Broncos. Great, I specifically great fourth quarter for the Broncos. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add about that Broncos Chargers game other than Drew Locke is great? Um, in the fourth quarter, there was something. Oh yeah, Drew Locke has a. Very, very large genitalia. Of the horse yeah. variety. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Equivalent to that of, of a of a of a horse. An equestrian. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say a mare, but that's a female horse. So which you know, that's literally the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Alright, ladies and gents, we come to the Saints Bears, which was our overtime thriller of the week. Uh, and what did I tell you about the darn Bears? I mean, yeah, the Bears threw. Um, they, they, come all, they almost clutched it. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> Only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. They almost pissed me off, too. I was so happy that they... So I was cheering for the Bears to lose this game because I need Bears fans to come back to earth and think that they're not that good. But I will say in my mind, the second, the fourth quarter specifically, and if we're talking like fourth quarter, I mean like literally like the last half of the fourth quarter, the Bears actually looked like a football team. Um, There was... This game started off with uh, exchanging of field goals, right? Then the Bears went up 10-3, right? Then we had like a bunch of punts. Then they went up 13 to 3. Then we have a whole bunch of punts. And I'm like, okay, whatever, right? Then the Drew Brees is like, all right, I've had enough. Scores touchdown. Go into halftime. Forces the Bears to punt. Gets a field goal. Forces the Bears. Uh, they pick off the Bears. They pick off Nicholas Foles. Field goal. They force him to punt. Turnover on downs. Then the Saints have a turnover on downs. Then they force a turnover on downs. Literally, fourth quarter was punt for the Bears. Punt, interception, punt, turnover on downs. Then. Then the freaking the the, the 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 Saints come out and they're like, yo, Taysom Hill, score a touchdown. Do it. Do it. And then like then it's like, okay, Bears were like, oh, hold on. We actually have to play football. Touchdown, force a three and out, and then they get a field goal to tie the game and send it OT. Uh I'm I'm kind of upset that the uh the Saints didn't take a shot at the end of the court at the end of that uh game just for fun. But I get why they didn't. Then the Saints almost choked. They had a really good drive going. Got a penalty, and was punt, like uh, they got a penalty. I think it was a fourth and fourth and two. They were trying to catch someone offsides. They weren't going to go for it. Turnover on de- or punted it. Then they forced the Bears to punt, and then the Will Lutz game-winning field goal from 35 yards out on a very well-executed drive. Um, they the Bears probably weren't even in this position if Will Lutz just makes the field goal. Uh, at the beginning of the game, Bears probably would have lost in regulation. But I think the Bears just aren't consistent enough. Like, I think they're a good they're they're a, g- a good team. I think they're a good team, and they very well can win their division because the Packers also te- lost this week. But like, the Bears are they they very well should be three and five because of a Falcons. I I can't even blame I can't even blame the Falcons for being the Falcons. They're four and four. They should have another L because DeAndre Swift dropped a freaking pass. Mm-hmm. Like this this is how stupidly like. 
the Bears are in games where they shouldn't be. They shouldn't. They they're they've won a couple games this game. They had no business winning because the other team just decided to throw a little harder. And the Saints almost did that this game too. Like, the Saints don't. You don't get a pass. You're not better. You're like just as good as the Bears in my eyes right now. Like you guys are super questionable. What's going on in New Orleans that you guys shouldn't be better? You guys have a good team. I get Michael Thomas is is still unhealthy, but like what the heck, dude? Both of these teams are like the biggest question mark of the century, and I have no clue what to feel about them. But then they like, like there's glimpses where I'm like, oh gosh, Drew Brees is insane, right? And then there's other times where I'm like, geez, Alvin Kamara is really good. And then I'm like, wow, Jared Cook is good. Taysom Hill is solid. And then like Nick Foles too. I love me some Nick Foles. I'm like, wow, Nick Foles is really good. Like, oh gosh, David Montgomery, A. Rob is like a top five receiver type of situation. And then they go back and they're like, I, I don't know how to play football anymore, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, I'd like to quit. Uh, and then they just stop playing. It's weird. This team is weird. Both teams are weird. I don't know how to feel about either of them. Anyway, uh, Saints won an OT 26-23 off of, like, some, uh, to me, super inconsistencies. But, like, it, it was just, uh, I don't I don't like either of these teams. And both of them are probably going to make the playoffs. I don't think both do. You don't think no. so? Because uh, I cut, so there's going to be a seventh seed, right? Um, I feel like the Rams and Cardinals do. And it's going to be one of these two. I don't think both do. Wait a minute. Why not? Because the Seahawks are going to win the West. Seahawks win their division. And then the Rams and Bucks Cardinals are, are right, two of the wild Bucks. cards. Right. And so then the last one is either the Bears or I the guess, Saints. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That is how. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Okay, well, that's interesting. All right. I personally think both of them will make the playoffs. I, I know you think otherwise, but I, I think both of them make the playoffs. But, like, this is this is crazy. Unless their inconsistencies keep going, then one of them missing the playoffs is better for their, their own sake. Yeah, we'll have to so, see for sure. We'll see how it goes. Yes. Um, Niners, Seahawks. So the Seahawks win 37-27. You can, you can to 27. Um, Russell Wilson is a ghost. Jimmy G got hurt this game. So did George Kittle. George Kittle. And no Moster, no Raheem Mostert, and they're gonna be with Nick Nick Mullins again for like next game. I, think. I believe so. Yes. Um, the 49ers are having issues. That's the that like more than just injuries. Yeah, but like beyond injuries, I like there are things happening for the 49ers that. Are ruining a lot of things. Yeah. Like, like I don't know what else to say besides like status. Yeah, like the Seahawks are still one of the better teams in football. The 49ers aren't. Like they're still a very competitive four and four in the NFC West right now. But the Seahawks are really, really good. I really like the Seahawks. Um, and like I said, I said they needed to make a move. What did they do? They went out and got Carlos Dunlap. Yeah. So I think that's a great move. Like now they have now they have a solid pass rush in Seattle. Bobby Wagner is still a, a, a top tier linebacker. They have great receiving threats like DK Metcalf popped off this game. Tyler Lockett did not and made my Tyler fantasy Lockett team real off sad. The game before that. Yeah, I'm very happy about that because Russell Wilson's on my fantasy team and I was like, shoot. Uh just throw all your touchdown passes to DK Metcalf and we're good. And he did just that. Yeah. 
If you guys can tell, we played each other. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tyler Lockett popped off the week before that, so you know either one of these are capable. Even David Moore has his moments. Exactly, too, yeah. You know? And Greg, and don't get me started on Greg Olson. My boy. Love Greg Olson. Yeah. And the run game didn't look terrible either for once. Like, DJ Dallas showed up. They, I feel like they've had a little bit of struggle with running backs this season. But DJ Dallas, 18 carries this game, 41 yards and touchdown. So yeah. needs a little bit more. Needs a little bit more on his average. But, hey, that comes down to the O-line making some holes and this this this, uh, this running back making some better reads. Uh, but Russell Wilson throwing 37 attempts, completing 27 of them, and scoring four touchdowns is extremely efficient. Yeah. <laughs> so... And Russell Wilson continues to make the case of, hi, my name is Russell Wilson, and I'd like to be the MVP of the NFL this season. Yeah, I don't have a reason to. I don't have a reason yet to believe it won't be Russell Wilson. So we'll have to see. Till he play, till he tears his ACL playing the Rams. That's not even funny. <laughs> Just because it happened it's to Carson Wentz doesn't atrocious. mean it gets to happen to him. I hope not. I don't. I really don't want that upon anyone. But it's like, geez, dude. Like it, it's it's. It's like every time someone's having a like a wild MVP type season, something happens to them. I don't know why. I don't know what happens, but it's it's like wild. Let's hope he doesn't hurt himself because I'd love to see Russell Wilson in playoffs this year, like serious playoff mode. Yeah. The Seahawks are contenders, like serious contenders in my eyes. Especially getting Carlos Dunlap at the trade deadline, it's huge. Um, but yeah, the Niners have a lot of issues, and then. Uh, I think we talked about it earlier with the Falcons. Uh, Jimmy G might be done here in San Francisco. Yeah. So we'll see how that escalates next season. But that's that's something for next offseason, you know? For sure. Uh, Steelers-Ravens, which was arguably the game of the week, was seeming like a blowout at the beginning of the Yeah, season. I mean, Ravens were in control of this game for a large portion of it. Steelers ended up winning 28-24, to a really, really, really good game. Like we said, Like I said last week, like, Statistically, I think Steelers Ravens is probably the best rivalry in football in most re- in recent years, based entirely on competitiveness. Like obviously, you know, Cowboys Eagles, Packers Bears, those are, those are historic classic rivalries, right? But in terms of yes. true competitiveness, I think Steelers Ravens has been the best rivalry recently. Um, the Ravens were in control of this game, and then the Steelers defense showed up. Like, um, I I think the Ravens game plan was better than the Steelers. I, I feel like this lo- this loss is on Lamar Jackson, and I bet Lamar Jackson would be the first person to tell you that. There were way too many mistakes that I saw from Lamar Jackson. Um, a, 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 a few crucial picks. Like, yes. it, 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 they came down to turnovers that were that were Lamar Jackson's fault. It, were, it wasn't the... I feel like there's very little excuses other than that. Yeah, agreed. I think Lamar Jackson... Like whereas he didn't he he had a good game he just cost them the game like he he made a couple mistakes that inevitably makes like that's what happens when you play good teams right you make one two mistakes you could have like the best game of your career right yep. one or two mistakes could lose you that exactly because you're playing a a really good defense and an obvious undefeated team still like the best arguably technically the best team statistically by record the best team in the NFL right now so. It's definitely, definitely a, definitely Lamar Jackson can do. Um, but I will say this shows that the Steelers to me aren't, you know, the like undefeatable. I mean, yeah, I they're objectively the best team Super in the NFL right now, right? Because of their record. But that, it, I don't feel like they are. I no, feel like the Chiefs are better the Chiefs than are. them. I feel like the Bucks are better than them. Yeah. 
I feel like the Seahawks are better than them. Yeah, and like the, I think they're a top five team I for think sure right four. now because their defense is playing out of their mind. Yeah, I think their defense is playing out of their mind, and Ben Roethlisberger is getting it done with the weapons he has, and I think they have good weapons. Um, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster are playing really well this yeah. season. Um, the thing is, is that they almost lost this game, and they had to like they needed like a huge pep talk and a couple of mishaps from Lamar Jackson to win this game. Um, they almost lost to the Eagles, like, and we know the Eagles aren't a good team right now. Like, and that was, that was, that was pre like people getting healthy Eagles. Like the entire O-line was still gone. Like we were running third strings at left guard. Like that's, that's like, at least this Cowboys game, like it was ugly, but it was like, there were people on the field. Now, now you have no excuses. This was kind of like a, all right, you still have 29 points on the freaking Steelers, right? Like, so I don't know. It's, it's interesting for the Steelers. Um, I kind of excited to see how they continue to play. I think they're kind of end up being what are they seven and zero right now yeah i yes I there's a seven and zero because they've already had their bye like i mean the next what the next two games are for sure winnable i'm trying to find them on my this list here i cannot find them anywhere the steelers next two the next three games are another the next three games are yeah super cowboys Bengals, jaguars right. and then they play the ravens again right. on thanksgiving right yeah like we're not gonna see another serious serious game out of them until that game and that's in uh that's in pittsburgh that's in pittsburgh on thanksgiving which i can't think of a better way to end the thanksgiving games than that one for sure i mean right now. i yeah that's, i don't think there's a better way that or the titans colts like those games are fire this this coming week bears packers also play that week oh yeah that's quite it's the week good it's gonna be week 12 is gonna be oh i cannot wait we're about to be feasting week 12 correct chiefs bucks too oh my Lord. gosh what a week. We started with Texans-Lions, baby. And we end it with Seahawks-Eagles. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I, I get a Monday night game. I'm content. Hey, listen. We got some stuff to talk about when it comes to this game, though, okay? When we get to the Eagles. But I got some. I got a couple other things I want to add. But the Ravens, two mistakes. Like, two, three mistakes. Fix those up. And you could walk into Pittsburgh and potentially beat them week 12. Yeah, I agree. So, I'm excited for that matchup week 12. Um, I'm excited to see how the Ravens bounce back because they very well can still win this division, even though it's getting a little bit, a little bit harder. You got to play uh, really well, and you have to beat them, and you kind of have to rely on someone else to beat them too. So we'll see how that yep. goes. But Pittsburgh looking good. Pittsburgh making their cases. Number one seed. They're looking good. They're looking good. All right, Sunday night football. Uh, I I heard someone say it best. Why on earth was out of the out of all the possible divisions you could have done it, why did three NFC East teams get uh, primetime games this week? And the other one was on a bye. Because the NFC East is America's division. I don't they Crypt Keeper Jerry Jones does will not let the NFC East not be on Prime Week over his cold living dead body. True. I will say though, this season the Eagles are undefeated in primetime games. Yeah. 3 and 0 in primetime games. Those are their three wins. All three wins are on primetime. Well, there you go. Uh keep putting the Eagles in primetime please, <laughs> cuz that's the only way we're winning games apparently <laughs> this season. Uh we don't get a primetime game next week, but we get we get the we get a nice uh, uh because we're sitting at home, but yeah, you know, week 10 we get a 10 o'clock slot against the Giants, so hopefully we'll break that curse. Uh but knowing the Eagles they're going to lose that. That would be the game to lose. Um but anyway, 
Eagles Giant. Uh, sorry, Eagles Cowboys Week Ten. I'm sorry, Week Eight. I'm on Week Ten is on my mind already. I've looked forward into the future for the Eagles because it looks like they're about to be 500 for the first time this season, which would be nutty. Um, <clears throat> the Eagles played like absolute and utter garbage on the offensive end. And by utter garbage, I mean specifically in the Carson Wentz department. Carson Wentz had four turnovers this game, uh, two fumbles and two interceptions. This is where I'm going to not shame all of Carson Wentz's turnovers. His first fumble where dude blitzed him and he got hit and he fumbled. That is on him. You are out of the pocket. You are away from everything. Toss the ball into the sideline. Call it a day. Yeah. Right? It was like second down. Live to fight another play. Like It's okay. Okay. First interception that he threw uh, was also his fault. Another trying to make too much out of nothing. Second half, he did a lot better of not trying to make too much out of nothing. His second, his second fumble was at the end of the second half or the first half. Dog, I don't know another person in this world that's holding on to the football after getting cracked like that. His O line literally let Va- Vander Esch walk through and just crack him full throttle, like untouched, full speed from MLB to quarterback. Crack. I don't know anyone that's holding on to that. Like, he was winding up the throw, too. I don't know anyone that's holding on to that football. I, I don't. So, I'm like, I'm not mad at him for that one. Not as mad. You got cracked. It happens, right? Yeah. The second interception he threw was at the beginning of the third quarter. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at him for this. But I'm also not too mad at him for this because I know the wind was really atrocious that game. Um, you could see it at the end of the half when uh, – uh, Legatron hit a field goal. Like it literally flew like 13 yards to the right and went in. It was wild. First off, 59 yarder in the wind, 13 mile per hour winds, and he netted it. So, gosh, Greg Zerline literally had all the Cowboys points that game. Um, he threw the ball. <clears throat> Should have went right. Wind took it left. Got picked off off of a crazy interception. Yeah. Right? Uh, nutty. Two nutty interceptions from the same guy. I don't remember. I think it was like number 27. It was a Cowboys rookie. Uh, to be fair, John Hightower should have had it. I mean, you got to take those shots. That's a shot that you have to take. You missed it, so it's kind of your fault. But, like, I, I, I understand the conditions. But, like, you should too, you know? You're the quarterback. You know what's going on. So, three of the four interceptions, I got to give him, I gotta give him no, no break whatsoever. Now, the good positives about this game. Uh, I have to give the Cowboys a very big positive. The Cowboys' defense has looked the best they have ever looked this season on uh, on defense. Four turnovers? You forced four turnovers. Leighton, is, Leighton Van Der Esch is looking good. Demarcus Lawrence looks like he's never stopped playing football. Like, he's, in, he's still good. Your cornerbacks, your rookie cornerback, that's hope. You got someone to replace a uh, dude that went to the Dolphins. I think it's Byron Jones, something like that. Yeah. Um, Like, your team looks defensively looks phenomenal. You are missing Dak Prescott. That is all I have to say. You are missing Dak. Ben DiNucci is not going to get it done. Even though Ben DiNucci has some dots. De- DiNucci was dotting people up. I'm not going to cap. Um, but, you know, the, the, you guys miss Dak. And you need to pay Dak when he comes back because this should prove how much you miss Dak Prescott. And if Jerry Jones doesn't pay him and Mike McCarthy lets him walk, I hope he goes somewhere and tears you guys a new one. I really do. I hope you don't head over to Washington. But like, yeah, that's how your career dies. Head over to, like... Yeah, head over to like New York. New York, like the Giants. That could be hot. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. Like, shoot, I'd even let you go to Atlanta. That would be nuts. 
like teams that might need a quarterback this coming off season. Or <laughs> remember we were talking about something that somebody that could upgrade a quarterback. What about the Colts? Right? Whew. Yeah. A Dak? Whoo! Get him out of our hair. Get him out of the NFC East. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Um, but like you guys are literally like, you guys are good. I think the team is good. Your offense needs a lot of work. You're missing Dak. Uh, your wide receivers dropped a lot of passes. And I'm very like I'm upset for you guys. I don't say this a lot for Cowboys fans. I'm upset for you guys, right? Your defense is looking really good, specifically against the Eagles. Now, on the flip side, the Eagles, your offense looks mediocre. Carson Wentz, you need to do better. Like it, 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 this falls all on Carson Wentz at this point. I am the number one person to, but it's been the wide receivers. It's been injuries, dude. Throw the ball away, Carson Wentz. Throw the ball away. Throw the ball away, please. Like. One interception, I'll give you a buy on. The other one was forced. You fumble the ball, and you do was standing right in front of you. All you do is a little shovel pass to the sideline, call it a day. You can do that in the NFL. Something you can do when you're standing next to the fucking sideline, bro. Like, unnecessary fumble. For that other fumble, you just got rocked, dude. I'm happy. I'm just happy you got up and walked away, essentially. Um, but then there's plays where you just throw dots. You threw an absolute... A heat seeker to Travis Fulgham for a touchdown. You run the ball super effectively when you're like, you know, not taking shots all game. You threw another touchdown dot to Jalen Rager. Uh, like just the very basic like side sidearm right throw. You you throw really good passes. You have these moments where you're like, you're who do I want to use his name? Ben Roethlisberger esque. That's what I'm going to use here. You like you look like you're in MVP form, and then like your other 70% of the time, you don't know how to play football anymore. Yeah. Like people are calling for Jalen Hurts to start, and I again, I think that's idiotic because I think Jalen Hurts will just have even more trouble than Carson Wentz will. Um, but like, if Carson Wentz can make a little bit smarter decisions, this Eagle team could actually do damage once healthy. Like seriously, like they were missing Miles Sanders this week. They were they're still missing Zach Ertz. You know. They're missing, um, they're missing, they missed Darius Slay for half of this game. He got, he went out with a concussion. Still missing some O-linemen. I think Lane Johnson didn't play at right tackle, but like. They're getting healthier. They're getting healthier. And realistically coming out of the bye week and going against the Giants. And if you don't get hurt, please, for the love of God, knock on wood. If you don't get hurt coming out of that game, here come the Eagles. Like, I think they could beat the Browns because Odell's out. I think their defense can hold the Browns. Like, seriously. We saw what the Raiders did. I think the to be honest with you, I think the Eagles are a better team than the Raiders are defensively. Just saying that. Defensively. Offensively, we still need a lot of work. Defensively, I think the Browns could might not be able to score too much on us. Um, if they play the game right. Seahawks are obviously gonna be trouble. Seahawks are always gonna be trouble. It's just how the Seahawks are. Uh, Packers are gonna be trouble. Uh, I don't know how well we're going to contain De Devontae Adams without D as long as Darius Slay's playing, we're good. I think we can contain him. Uh, the Saints are still a questionable team. I think we could beat the Saints as long as Michael Thomas is on is is still out, honestly. But like that's a, that's a winnable game yep. to me. Like the Cardinals to me, that's winnable. And then you end the season on Cowboys in Washington, which are both games you should win. You if you're healthy, a healthy Eagles team going into the playoffs with a home playoff game. You're going to be playing one of those questionable teams. You're going to be playing maybe a Saints, maybe a Bears, who you know you haven't lost to in forever. Like, it's at, at home. And you're at home at that. Like, the Eagles, 
I know they're not a good football team. But based on, and you have one of the hardest end of season schedules. One of the hardest to end the season. Yeah. The glory of uh, being in the NFC East is that you can win your division at 8 7 and 1 <laughs> and potentially make damage. You know? Because if you're a healthy Eagles team with a smart Carson Wentz, could win a playoff game against the Bears or the Saints for that matter. Like, it's doable. Do I think they will? No. Can it happen? Yeah. I'm not trying to give anyone false hope here because I'm an Eagles fan. But, like, as long as, as, long as Carson Wentz decides to make sense, and these young dudes keep showing up, because, like, shout out to Travis Fulgham, shout out to Greg Ward Jr., shout out to Dallas Goddard, shout out to Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, um, Jalen Rager. You guys are showing up when people aren't here. The Seagulls team could make some damage. Just going to leave it at that. This Cowboys game showed that they need a lot of work offensively when it comes to turnovers. Even Doug Peterson is like, yo, Wentz needs to get in a better mindset. He said at halftime, granted, Wentz turned the ball over one time on a, eh, you know, it's like a 50-50 to me ball that he should have tried to get there. Should have realized, hey, this win, I shouldn't throw the ball 50 yards down the field. But it's okay. You had to take those shots. It was a touchdown pass. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can easily win this division without much scare. And kind of just, you have a home playoff game. You can make damage. We've seen other teams do it. Like we've seen random teams make the playoffs and provide, make make damage in the playoffs, you know? So, you never know. You never know. Um, moving right along, Monday Night Football, Buccaneers-Giants. You said you wanted to talk about this one too, so I will let you go for oh, it. Oh, that's right. I did want to talk about this one. Daniel Jones is insane. Yo, people are calling for Daniel Jones to get traded or something. And I say shame to you. He had two INTs. Uh, Don't get me wrong. They were stupid passes. But he's a sophomore. Like, he makes dumb choices. Like, this dude just led a game-winning drive against the Buccaneers, who are literally the... They're literally the Golden State Buccaneers, right? <laughs> the Golden State, the, the 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 Tampa Bay Warriors, or some of them, like the super team of the NFL. Yeah, I'm pretty, like, like, I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant is signing with the Bucks. I'm pretty sure he is too. I think he just came out of that that ruptured Achilles. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to Tampa Bay, bro. Like, y'all were down. Y'all y'all were in control of this game for a little bit. Like, y'all were up 14-3. Did you guys smoke a lead? Of course you did. But what you expect? It's the Buccaneers. You're supposed to smoke that lead as the Giants. You guys led a game-winning drive, and I'm giving you the fact that that was a pass interference on that two-point conversion, and that was uncalled. That was not called. We have said all season how if they don't turn around, it's a P.I. Dude did not turn around. Ball tapped his elbow, and he, they didn't call it. It was a pass interference. Ball tapped his elbow, and he ambushed the, the, the running back. Daniel Jones should have thrown the ball about a half second sooner, and it would have been an easy two-point conversion. Don't get me wrong. Still a P.I. call. Um... Y'all were that close to forcing OT against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and potentially winning this football game, which would have been huge for you guys and questionable for the Bucs. And speaking of questionable for the Bucs, why the heck are you guys almost losing to the Giants? Y'all were losing 14-3. Y'all came back. They did this against the Chargers, too. They came back and won the game, of course. Excuse me. Tom Brady, two TDs. I'm going to chalk it up to lack of running game. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't run the ball a lot. Like, 
when they do run the ball, it's not like they're getting three yards. They're getting three yards. They're getting three yards. Like, that's it. They're forcing Tom Brady to throw the ball, which he should with weapons like Mike Evans and Gronk and Miller, who's one of his favorite receivers, and Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones out of the backfield about to have Antonio Brown coming in for the next game. Like, it's absolutely insane. But, like, y'all straight up lost a fumble. Like, you gotta, you Buccaneers, you need to beat bad teams better. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, that's just what it talks about. Daniel Jones does not deserve to lose his job. Daniel Jones, he's making some stupid decisions. And he kind of lost them this game at the end there, uh, barring that lack of P.I. call. But Daniel Jones, I think, has uh, is, is Eli Manning 2.0, and I think he could very well lead them, like, a mediocre team to a Super Bowl for God knows what reason. Da- I hope to God he doesn't, but Daniel Jones is solid. I like Daniel Jones. I think he's a solid qu- quarterback. I already have the worst case of the hiccups right now. Holy crap. <laughs> like... He needs more weapons. The game, the game tying touchdown, or should have been, was a dot, dot to Golden Tate. He put it only where Golden Tate could grab it. He put ball, he put the ball in people's hands like Sterling Shepard and Slayton, where only they could get it. Anyway, Buccaneers need to beat bad teams better. That's all I'm gonna say. Tom Brady still looks really good. Like he didn't play bad at all. Like 28 for 40, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Like you're still TB. You're still playing well. And you won the game, so like, anything to add on that? Nope, I don't. I got nothing. I had to drink water because I, I hope my hiccups don't decide to come ah! back because I've been ranting. <laughs> Wait, I know what. I'll, I'll hang up the Discord call <laughs> and then call you back. randomly. There you go. Uh, but we are that that wraps it up for week eight. Both of us went nine and five this week, which gives me an overall record of eighty and thirty nine, by the way. And you're rocking a powerful seventy eight and forty one. Yep. I don't think either of us can complain. I mean, we're doing great. No no hey, nothing below five hundred. Nothing below five hundred so far. The worst one was the seven and seven week six week by you. That's the worst one we've had. My worst one was eight and yeah. six. Like, I mean, we're kind of we cracked. Those. We take those. Like, I went. I've gone three. I went like three weeks in a row with only getting four wrong. Like, I'm I'm on a two game five two week five in a row wrong, but five five wrong. Anyway, you know what I meant. Uh, two weeks in a row where I went nine and five. Uh, here we are. We're gonna have another fourteen game week. Uh, Bengals, Browns, Eagles, and Rams are all in bye weeks. Thank God the Eagles have a, a bye week because Jesus yep. Christ, everyone's hurt. Um, but we're kicking this off in San Francisco with Packers. 49ers. Well, we might not be. Uh, oh yeah, COVID. yeah. The 49ers have the, have COVID. Uh, they shut down their facility today. This today being Wednesday, you know, the day before the Packers and 49ers are supposed to play. So mm-hmm. we might not have Thursday night football. We might not have this game at all. Um, but we're going to treat it like we're playing tomorrow. And if things change, then yeah, we might we have, have to change our pants or whatever, but we'll have to see. Well, We'll definitely message. We'll definitely tweet it out because I always do, and you should follow the Twitter and the socials. Thank yep. you. Or so, in the in the com, the socials in the in the sec, comment section below, whatever the heck it is, description, whatever's there. Everything has a different thing. Well, but Packers Niners, how you? Feeling? Um, these are two teams both coming off of losses, both coming off of close losses. However, I feel like the injury bug has hit the Niners again. Um. I'm going to take the Packers. So, I want this to be known. 
Nick Mullins isn't the worst backup. Um, the thing is, is that you know uh, the Niners don't have Dalvin Cook to run down their throats. So, but uh, fun career fact as I'm looking at this, Aaron Rodgers is four and six all time against the Raiders or the Niners. Sorry. That's rough. Losing record against the San Francisco 49ers. That's interesting. I'm still taking the Packers, and he'll still have a losing record. But I'm going to take the Packers this week. Thursday night football, as long as there's a Thursday night football game. Texans-Jags. Um, two, one, two, both teams looking for their yeah, second win on yeah, the season. Yeah, the, the, this is the, uh, the, the pretenders of the AFC South, let's call it. We'll call the Colts and the Titans the contenders. These are the pretenders. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, these are two teams that are both really, really, really struggling. And to this very moment, I don't know what my decision is. Um, both are actually coming off of buys too, which is interesting. I think I'm going to go with the Jags because I've, wait, no, never mind. Gardner Minshew's not playing, is he? Nope. I'm taking the Texans. Changing my, my, my pick right here, right now. I'm, I'm taking the Texans. I am taking the Texans as well. Yep. Um, I think Deshaun Watson is going to dominate the Jags' defense. Uh, we're heading over to the Washington football team playing the New York Giants. Giants won this matchup last time, 20-19, to 19, uh, which was earlier in the season, like week five, six, something like that. And it's actually the Giants' only win on the Yeah. Season. I am going to take Washington here. Washington's at home. Washington's coming off a bye. Giants are in a short week. There are a lot of things stacked against the Giants this week. Shoot. I'm having I'm having such hard time picking this one. And this is not the matchup I expected to have a hard time picking this week, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Low-key, this is the hardest one. Um, last time I picked the Giants to win, and they almost disappointed me because Washington went for two. And I'm changing my pick on spot. Um, I was going Washington. I'm going. New- I'm going Giants this time. And Giants pick up their second one of the season um, and keep the Eagles firmly in first place. <laughs> um, this isn't me being a hopeful Eagles fan. It's me meeting like a a Daniel Jones believer for some god awful reason. Yep. This, on the other hand, was a good a good game. That's hard to pick. We got the Ravens taking on the Colts. Yeah, this one's tough for sure. Um, I like the Colts' defense against the Ravens. I really do. I think I'm picking the Colts here. All right, so here we go. Our second. Actually, I think we're three. No, no, no. This is two. This is two in a row where we are picking the same one. I'm going Ravens. Um, I think the Ravens bounce back from that Steelers, though. I think, I think they're really upset about what happened and how that game turned out. So they're going to come out and uh, they're going to go win this football game. Yep, it's definitely a tough uh, one. I think the I think it's the Colts' offense that's going to be the downfall. Of yeah, it, that that's a hard one to call for sure. Yeah, it's definitely tough. I could definitely see the Colts winning this game, like a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Uh, Vikings Lions, which is also a tough kind of tough game to pick, low key. It is. Uh, these are both, I think, like not the worst teams in the world, regardless of their records. Mm-hmm. I think. I get a little bit more consistency with the Vikings, and I'm picking them. I feel like Dalvin Cook is hot, and, and it, it's hard to it's it's hard to debate that. Yeah, 
Um, I'm going to also pick the Vikings. Uh, I think once the running back gets hot, it's very hard to stop him. And, like, we've seen that from exactly Derrick Henry last season. So I think Dalvin Cook's going to be that mold this season. And I, I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're going to win. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything this season, like make the playoffs or anything. But I think uh, they're going to win this game. Yep. Uh, what's next on the list? Titans Bears. Oh, oh Lord! What is every game this week? Yeah, this one. What What are the games this week? I don't know. It's this. It's tough. This is like this was a hard week to pick for sure. I think I'm gonna pick the Titans here. Um, okay. I feel like I get more consistency with the Titans. Same reason I picked the Vikings. I feel, I think the Titans are better than the Bears. What are you thinking? Um, <sighs> Bears fans, I give y'all a lot of crap. I do. The Titans are very weird. They just lost to the Bengals, bro. I don't think the Bears would lose to the Bengals. But you know what I do think? I don't think they, I just watched Alvin Kamara kind of give the Bears the schlong. I don't even want to think of what Derrick Henry's going to do to them. Mitch Trubisky is out. Fun fact. Not that it matters. Yeah, he came in and got hurt on, like, the first play he came in. Yeah, the only play in overtime exclusively. Yeah. On a freaking option. That's wild. Bears, Bears lose. I'm going to go Titans. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think the Bears' defense is good enough to keep up, but I don't think they can keep up with Derrick Henry for too long. So I think the Titans win this football yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, but very close fashion, like field goal, touchdown, like that, close. Yeah, it'll be close. Uh, Chiefs, uh, yeah. Panthers. Um, oh, sorry. No, sorry, yeah. Sorry. I, yeah that? Titans, Bears. It, that's a tough one for sure. Because I think both of them are, like, weird right now. But, like, I think the Titans are, Must weird. like, a good team. And they're in, like, a must-win mode because of the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. So are the Bears because the the Packers, but like, it's tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Panthers, Chiefs. Let's move on. I'm sticking with Titans. Yeah, I'm sticking to the Titans too. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs here, easy. Yeah, that's for real estate. This is the one. This is the one I haven't had trouble talking, uh, thinking about this. Yeah, I think this is probably the easiest one. Uh, yeah, this is definitely the easy. Actually, maybe the second easiest one. The Jets are always a fun team to pick against. I don't know. I had a harder time with that one. I really did. Honestly, low key. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. be real. Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs definitely win this over the Panthers. Yeah. Um, there's no other argument. Patrick Mahomes is insane, and we keep moving about our day. Uh, Seahawks Bills is actually a tough one. Uh, yeah, this it's is challenging Buffalo. too. It's in Buffalo in the middle of November. It is in Buffalo in the middle of November. Which means uh, potential for snow. Cold. And, you know, really cold weather that Washington doesn't really get too much. Yeah, but was um, uh, that's not the worst team in the world to be worried about with cold weather. Like, Was at least it, you know, Washington gets a lot of precipitation and all that fun stuff. That's true. That's true. That's I true. think I, so. Seattle is. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna take the Seahawks. I too am taking the Seahawks. I wasn't going. Bills. I feel like I I'm. Just, I'm more concerned about the Bills than I am the Seahawks. 
me too because Russell Wilson's MVP right now. So yeah. I think it's gonna be a nutty game. I'm I'm excited for that game. I actually genuinely is excited to watch the Seahawks play. Uh, the only time I'm never gonna I'm not gonna be excited to watch the Seahawks play this season is exclusively Week 12 on uh, Monday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, Broncos Falcons. Um, I, <laughs> this is, I mean, you get to pick, this was the easy, this pick. is extremely unbiased. Um, because I sold my stock on the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm picking the Broncos. I too. I too sold my stock on the Falcons and I'm, I'm going never Broncos. picking the Falcons again. So screw the Falcons. Pick the Broncos. Raiders chargers. I actually felt like this was a tough, this one. was a hard one for sure. Uh, I don't know if I can trust the Chargers at this point. Not to hold on to a lead, no. Especially against the yeah. Raiders, who beat, just beat exactly. the Browns. Exactly. I, I think I'm, I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, I also am taking the Raiders. Um, I think just Gruden is gonna just play, make a game plan that just dominates the Chargers. Yeah. Um, they may get a lead for like a minute, but I don't think they hold on to it. I mean. So that's just how they've been this season, and I think that's how they're going to consistently be this yeah. season. So we'll see how it goes. I think they're taking steps in the right direction to win games. They just need to start to hold on to freaking leads and not choke everything away, and they'll be better, which is crazy to me. Uh, Cardinals-Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals here. I okay. I like what I'm seeing from both teams, but the Cardinals are coming off a bye. And a high win off the Seahawks. Yeah, and it's in Phoenix. I kind of think the Cardinals have momentum. More, I mean, well, the Dolphins definitely have momentum, but I feel like the Cardinals. I feel like I trust the Cardinals more. Okay, uh, I almost picked the Dolphins this week for this game, uh, and then I realized that Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins is free real estate, so I'm taking the Cardinals. Yeah, it is free real estate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I I just I always think of individual players that I think are going to do well, and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Uh, why not? So yeah. Steelers Cowboys. I think this is the second easiest game I've had to pick. Yeah, this week. I I sold my stock on the Cowboys. The Steelers were undefeated. I have no reason to believe this the Cowboys would win, so I'm picking the Steelers. I promise you if the Cowboys win this game, I'm going to um take a short walk off the nearest pier. Long walk off the nearest pier. I'm in Vegas. It's gonna take yeah. me a while. It is. <laughs> um, It'll be a minute. I do take the Steelers. All right. Sunday night football. This is gonna be a game. It's gonna be the the game. Yeah. Game we have week. Saints at Bucks, a rematch from Week One in which the Saints won, and I think the Bucks win this time. I also think the Bucks win this time. I think the Bucks are the better team. I think um, I think the Bucks are the better team, but. This is still the Saints division to like pretend, like I think it's not the Bucks division to lose, it's the Saints division to win. Potentially. And this game is the start of that. Like this is this is the start of that. Like we know this is the game of the week. I think this matchup's insane. I think the Bucks are a super team for absolutely no god like they have ev- talent every everywhere on this football team. And the Bucks are better. But it's a division game and you never know. Saints won it the first time. Forced Tom Brady to make mistakes. Tom Brady is getting comfortable though, so Yeah. Who knows? I think the Bucks do take it, but um, don't count out the Saints too early. That's my that's my that's my preach on it. Yeah, that's good. Patriots Jets. Um, this was a harder one to call than I thought it was going to be. 
Yeah, because the Patriots haven't been playing well. The Patriots are not playing well. They are not playing well. But the Jets are the worst team in football. I don't see the Patriots losing this game. I don't see the Patriots losing no, this game. No, I'm going to take that statement back. I can see the Patriots losing this game. I don't see the Jets winning this game. Okay, got it. You can see the Patriots like yeah, like I could, I could see, I could see this loss being the Patriots' fault. I don't think if the Jets win this game, it won't be because the Jets won. It'll be because the Patriots lost. So okay. I, I'm going to take the Jets. I'm not ready to give the Jets. Oh, I'm sorry, Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots. Did I say Jets? No, no, no. I'm not, no, ready I'm not to give taking the Jets. The, I'm, no, I am taking the Patriots. So did I'm we agree 100 percent this week? No, we had Washington, uh, uh, Washington, New York, and Ravens. Okay. Wins. Almost. We we. This, I think this is the we haven't agreed 100 percent on a week yet. We're getting closer though. Yeah, this is the first. I think the biggest one like, gap was last week. Yeah. We had four different. This is only two, which is normal for us. And we're gonna have fun next week because that's also like, oh god, don't even get me started on Thanksgiving. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a wild time. These next three weeks are going to be insane football yeah. games. We're getting to the nitty-gritty for sure. I mean, now that we're past the halfway point, there are going to be teams who are looking to lock down playoff seating. There are going to be teams who are looking to secure playoff spots. And there are going to be teams who are looking at Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I agree. Um, so just for clarification for Week 9, we have uh, I have the Packers, the Texans, the Giants, the Ravens, the Vikings, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders, Cardinals, Steelers, Buccaneers, and Patriots all winning this I game. am taking the Packers, Texans, football team, Colts, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders, Cardinals, Steelers, Buccaneers, and Patriots. All right. And now for the fun festives. We are an hour and 20 minutes into this recording, probably like an hour and 10 minutes into this recording because realistically that's how this goes uh, when you edit things. Um... I have three topics I'd like to talk about, and Eric is not prepared for them at all. No. Nor am I, because I typed them in right before we started. No, recording. I'm not prepared. You've not told me anything about this. And that's how I like to keep it, because it's the most fun part of this, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it keeps me on my toes. I need you to give me, sir, and uh, pre- uh, pre- uh, uh, people in the world of listening, if you feel free, tweet us, tweet us, tweet us. I would be more than happy to quote tweet and be like, ooh, those are interesting predictions. I'd very much like to hear your opinion on these things. I love hearing that. I love interacting with people. That's why I make YouTube content. And t- I stream on Twitch. Like, it's fun. Like, I enjoy interaction. <laughs> um, so we're going to start things off. Give me your very early top five MVP candidates. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, easy one and two. I okay. think Aaron Rodgers is still three. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a reason to believe he hasn't dropped out. Um, Josh Allen hasn't been super impressive the last few weeks, but he was probably an MVP candidate the first four weeks. So I'm going to keep him in mind. I'm not going to commit to he's four or five yet. Okay. I really, really like what I'm seeing from Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not going to commit to he's four or five yet. Okay. I really, really like what I'm seeing from Patrick Mahomes. Agreed. I really like what I'm seeing from Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's a stud. I really like what I'm seeing from Derrick Henry. I love Derrick Henry too right now. If MVP was given out in week eight, I would say Dalvin Cook. 
<laughs> True. So, okay. That's his only game. I'm going to commit to Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, one, two, three, in that order. Okay. Four, I'm going to get the Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Five, I think a little bit of a dark horse. I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Okay. Huh. Well, we have four of the same five. I Yeah, I, I bet you it's not. It's five that's different. It is 100% five that's different. Uh, order is a little different. Okay. Uh, at number five, I'm going to go bottom to top because I think that's more climatic, uh, climatic dramatic. What, I know what you're trying to say. Uh, uh, number five, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Okay. Uh, I think Josh Allen, yeah, he's, he struggled in two L's, and he doesn't really look MVP caliber, but first four weeks, he, he dropped from two because he was two in my opinion. It was like Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, right? Yeah. He dropped. Like, he was looking great. It doesn't look still as bad. I think he still would, like, receive, like, those, like, like oh, yeah, he's, like, a third place for MVP. Like, those voting things that they do. And, like, you know, he might get a couple votes here and there. Like, Den- Derrick Henry's definitely, like, six to me. Like, he's playing yeah. really well. Like, like that's me. But, like, you know, they're, they're like, those people that are going to get, like, a little bit of votes. Number four, I'm actually going to go uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, I had him drop a little bit uh, from three. Uh, Aaron is playing extremely well, but he kind of looked a little, a little lackluster and a hard L to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, he just lost to the Vikings. And it wasn't necessarily his fault. I already went through that. He's still having an MVP season, but like, your goal as MVP is to win football games, <laughs> and you can't lose to like the Buccaneers how you did, and still get away with that. Yeah. You know. So I had him drop a little bit. Uh, next up, I'm gonna go uh, number three. I actually have Mr. Patrick Mahomes, Kermit the Frog himself, balling out. Uh, he just threw for five touchdowns. Like, dude's a stud. Nothing else needs to be said about that. Like, there's a reason he won MVP two years ago. Okay. Uh, number two, I have uh, uh, 42-year-old Tom Brady. He's 42, right? Yes. Something like that. Uh, He's old-ass Tom Brady. Crazy. Crazy that he should even be involved in this conversation, but he's playing out of his mind. Yeah. Like... He has weapons around him. He has an O-line. Like, his team's not dying. Like, I mean, he doesn't build Belichick, but he's still winning games. And number one is the, the one and only Russell Wilson. I, I think if anybody has anyone else at number one aside from Russell Wilson, you're crazy. Insane. Like, mental. He's playing out of his mind. Uh, Russell Wilson is literally single-handedly willing the Seahawks team to wins, in my opinion. Um, and that's what an MVP should – like, the most valuable player should be the one to be willing people to win. Yeah. It's like – that's how that works. You know, it shouldn't be like, oh, I played good enough. My defense car- carried some games. No, he was winning games. So that's my number one. So I had Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Four was A-Raj and five was Allen. Yeah. So we have the same one, two. We switched the order on three, four, and then we had different fives. Yes. Exactly. All right. So these next, the next two questions, which are our only questions, this one I feel like we're going to speculate for a little bit okay. on. So I think this is going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to just say these at the same time because I think this will be a little bit easier. Okay. Um, I have it written down as who's winning each division and what do you think the early playoff bracket looks like? Okay. Like if we keep we, like what do you feel like what do you feel like we're ending on this play, for the playoff bracket? Um, so. How this playoffs works this season, for anyone who doesn't know, they added an extra wild card. So both one seeds in Rumor each ha- conference the, the get the The owners are possibly voting on doing 18 playoffs this year in particular, though. 
Are they? I've really? heard that. Um, simply because of COVID reasons. Idiotic. To kind of give more teams the chance to come in. I think that'd be foolish, but. I also think it'd be let's foolish, let's plan like we're doing do seven it, teams. We'll do. We'll plan as if we're doing seven. Uh, throw in an eighth team at the end for fun. Yeah. How about sure. That? We'll do like eighth team. Uh, yeah, who's like the eighth? Like fun. who's like the eighth team that could like 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 inches away from being the wild card? Yes. Okay. Exactly. We'll do it like that. Okay, so. Um, I feel like mine are very definitive, so I'm gonna start this one because I think you're gonna. I think you. I'm gonna give you a little bit to think about it because I feel like I put you on the spot here. Um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start in the. We're gonna start in the AFC. I think this one's uh, slightly easier to pick things. Uh, the NFC is always weirdly competitive. Don't ask questions. I don't know why. Um, I think your one seed is going to end up being the Chiefs. Um, I think they're gonna win the West. The only reason I think that, I don't think the Steelers are going to stand defeated, and I genuinely think the Chiefs could win out the rest of the yeah. season, like, straight up. Like, I don't think, I, they could not lose a game, in my opinion. Uh, and they've, what, lost one game this whole yeah. season? It was the Raiders? Oh. Like, okay. Steelers, I see, I see them losing, like, two, three more games, you know? Because, like, I think they're really, 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 really good. Don't get me wrong, but I can see them losing, like, a couple games. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. This is just a prediction, of course. Um, second seed, I'm going to go Steelers. I think the Steelers are phenomenal, and they win the North. They're playing out of their mind. They just beat the Ravens, gave them actually a really good cushion, and the Browns lost this week too. They give them a really good cushion on this NFC North right now. They're up, I think, two games on the Ravens because the Ravens have lost to the Chiefs and the Steelers, and that's it, right? Yes, that is it. So, like, that's that's insane. I think that's that's really good for them, like, really good for them. I think the Steelers are going to win the division. Um, but it's not going to come out without a fight. I think the Ravens are going to beat them a game, but I think the Steelers are going to end up, I think the Ravens are going to downing two more games and lose the division potentially like one or two more games and lose the division. Um, uh, I'm going to actually head over to the South, uh, where I think the Titans are going to actually, yeah, I'm going to go Titans are going to secure the, the South, but barely. I think the Colts clashing twice is going to be wild, uh, coming up here. So that's going to be some interesting games, uh, we have in week believe it's 10 and 12 10 and yeah. 12 so we're definitely i think those are playoff deciding games uh because that's division games uh, i don't think the Jaguars texans even have a chance but yeah those are the i think titans win and actually secure a three seed and i think the bills who i think are a little more questionable than the uh, titans are are going to secure the four seed and win the east um but those are my top four uh chiefs get the bye steelers steelers two titans three bills four i think the the three wild card teams here i think the fifth seed is easily going to be the, the colts i think they're the best team that's not going to win the division i think they're better than the raiders i think they're better than the uh uh, i take that back i take that back i take that back i'm going i'm going ravens here sorry forgot about the ravens for a minute going ravens here um i i I think they're the best division uh best team outside of the division outside of the colts like lamar jackson's insane um like that's a good that's a really good football team right they'll get the bills in the first round in buffalo like that's i think that's a very winnable game for the ravens then we have the colts who will play they're t- the Titans in the wild card uh, at the sixth seed, which is going to be a fun, very crazy matchup, seeing them a third time in the season, especially if they split. Oh, that's going to be nuts. Going to be wild. Exciting to watch. Super exciting to watch. And then uh, securing the seventh seed, this one's actually really tough because um, if you would have asked me, like, before Odell got hurt, I would easily say the Browns. But, like, the Dolphins are playing really good football right now. Um, the Raiders are also playing really good football right now. 
I'm going to go with the Browns. Barely, though. Like, they're barely going to sneak in. They're going to play the Steelers and get smacked by the Steelers in the first round, in my opinion. I don't think they do it. I think three teams make it out of the North. I think the really questionable one that is, like, up in contention is the Raiders and the Dolphins. I think those teams could easily, like... I think uh, the Raiders could easily take a wild card spot from the Browns, especially because of the injury to OG, OBJ. And I think the Dolphins are still potential to win their division. Uh, but I don't think two teams make it out of the East unless, like, the Dolphins and the Bills decide to go off and win. So games. who's your eight then? Uh, if I have to pick between the Raiders and the Dolphins, I'm picking Raiders okay. as the eight. So for recap, Chiefs are the one, t- one Steelers at two, Titans at three, Bills at four, Ravens at five, Colts at six, Browns at seven. And then if we have the eight spot or could take out the Browns for that seven spot because of injuries, Raiders get the eight. That uh, would be eight. Okay. Um, I'm going to go slightly different from you. Okay. I agree right. with you one through four. I think Chiefs are one. I think Steelers are two. I think Titans are three. I think Bills are four. Wow, really? Yeah. I feel good about my predictions now because you've agreed with I me. I do agree. Um, I think it'll be it'll be Titans or Colts win the South, and I think no matter what, I think both are better than the Bills. I don't see the Ravens taking the North from the Steelers, but I agree that the Ravens are the five seed. Yes. Then the six seed will, I'm going to say the Colts, but it could very easily be the Titans. It'll be Colts-Titans at six and three. Yes. But my seven seed, I'm going to give to the Dolphins. That they, they, they keep making me want to pick the Dolphins. I keep wanting like, to pick I, the Dolphins. I like, I'm, like, I'm ah. liking what I'm seeing from the Dolphins. Like I feel like they're a team with very few flaws at this point, which is crazy. Um, I think no matter what, they get smacked by the Steelers round one. I mean, of course. Yeah. And then my eight seed, I'm going to give to the Browns. Okay. You're not feeling. You're not feeling. I'm not feeling raidery. Got it. I never feel. I've never felt raidery in my entire. You're life. not allowed to. Yeah. You're not allowed to. That's right. Okay, I like it. You want me to go first for NFC then? That was a little fair, I guess. Um, I mean, I know what I want for NFC right now, but you up to you. Okay. Up to you. One seed, I'm gonna give to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like they're the best team in the NFC. Oh. Um. Okay. I really do. Two seed, I'm going to give to the okay. Seattle Seahawks. I'm keeping note of this, by the way, guys. If you hear typing, I'm keeping note so I can uh, we can review this. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see as it currently stands. Um, so, yeah, I'm giving one to the Bucks. I'm giving two to the Seahawks. Okay. I'm giving three to the North winner because, yeah, East is four, believe it or not. Um, so, I'm going to give my three seed to the Packers. And I'm going to get my four seed to the Eagles. I think those are your division winners, and I think that's the order that they'll finish in. I feel like Eagles are easily the four seed, no matter what. I I agree. I I feel like whoever wins the East is the four seed, no matter what. And I feel like it's the Eagles. I feel like the Eagles are the best team in the East. Not saying much, but I feel like they're the best team in the East. I mean, yeah, I have to agree with you. From a non-biased Eagles fan standpoint, like, they just look the most, I guess, put together out of these teams. My five seed, I'm going to give – this might be a little bit of a shock, I guess, a little bit. I'm going to give to the Cardinals. Oh? Yes. My five seed is going to be the Cardinals. I think they're the best team that isn't going to win the division. I think they're the best five-win team in the NFC – Basically, like the best second team, second place in, in, in a given division team, I think it's the Cardinals. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Six seed I'm going to give to the Rams. Oh, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, this one will be interesting. I can feel it. Six seed I'm going to give to the Rams. Um, I feel like... Uh-huh. I feel like the West is so competitive, at least three teams go from the West. And I think the Cardinals are better than the Rams. I think, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm giving the five seed to the Cardinals and the six seed to the Rams. Seven seed, this is where it becomes a bit more of a toss-up. Forget a toss-up. This is straight-up difficult. Yeah, I am going to give it to the Saints at this point. I don't feel like there's really a seventh team in the NFC that has quote-unquote earned a playoff spot. But I feel like the Saints are the best team that are like kind of on the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I had to pick an eight seed, I think I'm going to go Bears. Um, but I'm very close to giving it to the Niners. I think the Niners are too hurt to even be in yeah, right th- that's that's the thing. I'm, I mean, I'm this close to giving it to the Niners because I feel like the Bears are too inconsistent, but the Niners are too beat up. So I have no idea who yeah. like one of them's eight, one of them's nine. Obviously, I, I think that's easy. Yeah. I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna give a slight edge to the Bears. So to recap, I'm gonna say my one seed is the Bucks, two is the Seahawks, three would be the Packers, four would be the Eagles, five seed going to Philadelphia would be the Cardinals. That would, be one heck of that would be a good game. The sixth seed would be the Rams, and they would go to Green Bay. Whew. My seventh seed would be Chicago, and they would go to Seattle. I think the Saints. You're the Saints. You're the or Saints. Saints. I'm sorry. New Orleans would go to Seattle. Then the eighth Ooh. seed, if that if that's the way it works out, we would have Chicago going into Tampa. Okay, I like it. I like it. So we're gonna have a little bit of a different. We're gonna have some fun here. Eric, yeah, I, I figured here. NFC is always a little bit more up in the air. All right, are you guys are you ready for this? This is this is gonna be wild. I, I genuinely have some wild. Do I need to go get a drink for a uh, spit take? Uh, potentially. Um, first seed. Uh, we already have different. I have the Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks. I almost said Supersonics. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I think Bucks and Seahawks are one and two in the NFC, personally. Like, yes. that's very yeah, much yeah. so a toss-up between who's one, who's two. I, I'm giving the edge to the Bucks. I'm giving the edge to the Seahawks. I think they're just – Russell Wilson is willing them. He's willing them to the playoffs right now. He's playing out of his mind. Uh, I think he secures the MVP, gets the one seed, call it a day. Uh, two, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. We've been known this. I think they're the second-best team in the NFC. Uh, top five team in the league, maybe top three. Like, they're really good. Uh, next up, I have the Packers as well. Um, in a closer battle for the North than I want to give it credit for. Um, and then I have my Eagles taking the, the four seed because someone has to win the East. Right. Um, this is where we're going to have a very different, different of a, like a very big difference of opinions. My five seed is the Chicago Bears. Really? I talk so bad about this team. I, I don't know what it is about Nicholas Foles when it comes to the, the time frame of January. He is really good in January. Like, really good at football at the end of the season. I think he's going to will them to a couple wins and get them in the playoffs at a five seed. Um... 
I think I think they're slightly better than the Saints. As much as I want to, like the Saints won that game, but I think they're better than the Saints. Like I think that, like that, I think this is just Nick Foles not being a starting quarterback type of situation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they, I think he's gonna clean up those mistakes. And I think Nagy's gonna figure it out, and like that team's gonna be decently good. Um, f- fun fact: I don't think they'll beat the Eagles in the first round. If it makes you give, if it makes you feel anything for that, don't ask why. I just don't think they will. But that's that's just my mindset. It smells like a double doink. Uh, it smells like a double doink because they maybe we yeah, maybe we double, double down and double. get a triple doink. Who was Please. it? I think it was Rice. Did you see this? They got a playing whoever. It was, yes, they got had a quadruple, quadruple doink. doink. It literally jumped. It was right upright middle, left upright middle mm-hmm. out. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, next up at the six seed, I have the Arizona Cardinals. I agree with you. Actually, I think they're a really really good team. I wanted to give them the edge over the Bears, but I don't think. I don't think they will. Like, I think it'll be close. Maybe it'll come down to, like, a tiebreaker type of thing. But I think the Bears are going to win. The, I think they're going to beat them out just barely, though. Like, not like crazy. Barely? I think the Cardinals are very competitive. Like, ba- barely. Barely? Barely. Like a game. Like, maybe. Barely? Right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. That yeah, was a bad, bad joke. Yeah, it bad was, joke. but no, was, it was, was pretty, right was there. Solid. That was pretty solid. It was right there waiting for you. Uh, I think the Cardinals are good. I really do. But uh, six seed. And seventh seed, this means I have to exclude either the Rams or the Saints at this point, right? And I'm excluding the Saints. I'm sorry, I'm excluding the Rams. I'm taking the seventh seed with the Saints. Um, I think the Saints. I think the Rams. Losing to the Bengals gave me zero hope for them. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't them. It was the uh, who they lose to. They lost to someone else this week. Was someone stupid. The Rams. Who they lose to? The Dolphins. Yeah, they lost to someone this week. The Dolphins, right? Like, I don't think you can lose to the Dolphins right now if you're the Rams, especially in your in the current division. Like the, the conference you play in, you can't lose to that team. That's not a game you need to lose. Um, especially how you lost it, right? Uh, I think the Rams. Again, this is all predictive. I'm taking some shots. I'm really, I'm really banking on the Bears. I'm bear. I'm literally this whole seating is based off of Nick Foles playing like Nick Foles has in the past in January. Okay. Um, and not playing like Jacksonville Nick Foles because he wasn't playing in January. Um, so I think the Saints take the playoff spot. Uh, I think, and then they go up and head over to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks in the wild card. Um, and then my eighth is the Rams. I think we have the same. We have the same eight playoff teams. Just no, you. I don't have different. the Bears. Oh, eight, eight playoff teams. Yes. Yeah, same eight playoff teams, just different. If it's only seven, we have Bears Rams different. Um, and in very different yeah. spots. Um, so my mine would be if we have so the five seed Bears would head over to Philly to play the Eagles. Um, the Cardinals head over into the Cardinals would head to uh, Green Bay to play the Packers. Also, I very well could think like the Cardinals and Bears could switch, mm-hmm. right? Just throwing that out there. I think that's very switchable seating. Um, and then the Saints would head over to Tampa to play the Bucks. Which oh, what matchups, right? Uh, and then we'd have the Rams if if any if it comes to this the Rams would walk uh, play in Seattle which again another crazy matchup right um, the NFC is full of wild matchups I think if, if whoever gets that five seed as long as it's not like the Saints I think the Eagles can win which is kind of nuts to think about because they'll be healthy <laughs> and they're at home and you never know what COVID's gonna be like in February <laughs> yeah. 
So they could have a full fan capacity, which could be really good for them or really bad for That's them. That's tough to say. And I don't know what it is about the Eagles, but for some reason, late in the season, they like to play, like, really well. Like, even without Nick Foles, they like to play extremely well. So, I don't know. The don't Eagles know. like to do this thing where they come alive in the playoffs a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. In, like in your scenario, like in your scenario, I think they win. In my scenario, I think it's a little bit harder. To, I think personally, I in my scenario, I have a harder time saying the they believe the Cardinals. I believe they beat the Cardinals, but I think they could. It's that'd be close. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. If this is a playoff matchup, like I think as long as it's not like the Saints, like straight up, as long as it's not like the Saints or the even the rams i think the rams blow us out cuz we just have terrible luck with them. all right what happens we what happens if the, the saints win this week and then end up winning the south then i think the bucks are objectively the 5 seed do they well, beat the bucks objectively uh, no in no universe okay well yeah i mean it doesn't matter where this it doesn't matter know. where the I saints mean, fall maybe. it doesn't matter where the saints fall 1 or 3 like bucks would objectively be 5 if the saints yeah. end up winning the I mean, south I, I mean, at the end of the day, if, like, as far as I know, the Eagles have Tom Brady's number last I checked, so... Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I felt like Nick Foles had Tom Brady's number, though. And they already... The Bears already blew their load. Yeah, I'm not sure. So what do the Eagles have left? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, A better draft pick? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we we have very we have very similar playoff teams, just uh, very different. Positions. Yeah, we only have one difference in the AFC in terms of who makes it at all. There was the seventh seed. Everything else was. Exactly yeah, and the then same. in the in the NFC, we had the same teams, but everything is different. Everything's shaken up. Everything is in a different spot. Like we had the we have the Packers, Eagles, and Saints are the only thing that's consistent. Yeah, the, the, I think the Eagles have to be consistent. They're required to be yeah. a four seed if they win. Like, God forbid, I feel like Washington could win this division still, by the way. Uh, yeah, whoever wins the East will be the four seed. Um, if it's not the Eagles, I feel like it is Washington at this point. Yeah. I feel like Washington's the second-best team in the division right now. Yeah. And I don't think that Washington has earned a playoff spot, not even a little bit. I barely think the Eagles to have. Okay, here's an interesting scenario. Okay, let's say let's say nobody from the NFC East gets to go. This hypothetical situation, right? Mm-hmm. So now, in my scenario, the Cardinals become the four seed, Rams become the five seed, Saints become the six seed, and the Bears would become the seven seed. Right. Right. That would mean we'd have Rams in Fe- Rams in Phoenix. We would have Saints, Saints, Saints in Green, Green Bay. Chicago we would have Chicago in Seattle. That's wild. That would be interesting. And for you... Everything's... It would be... You would have... Arizona and Chicago. You would have... Uh, Saints in Green Bay still. And then Rams in Tampa. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, NFC is so hard to call. It always yeah. is. It's, yeah, it's always NFC is always a toss-up. AFC is always it always feels so decided really early. Like we keep saying, 
I think the Chiefs are going to be the one seed. I don't think there's any debating that. I genuinely think two through four could go to anyone at this point. Um, I think it could go to the Titans or the Colts. I think it can go to the Steelers or the Ravens, maybe the Browns. Um, and then the East, I think, could go either to the Bills or Dolphins. And I, I really don't know who would be two through four. In our, scenario, in our scenario, we obviously had, we both had Steelers, Titans, Bills. But in the scenario where maybe the Ravens win the North, I don't know. I feel like the Titans are the two seed. The Ravens are maybe the three seed because I think the Ravens are still better than the Bills. Yes. Right? I think if the Dolphins oh, win the East, I think they're the four seed. I think the East win, gets... I think if the Colts win the South, South though, I think the Bills are better than the Colts. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's a very that's very much a toss-up. Uh, I think the Chiefs win the West. I don't think anybody else is even close to beating the, the Chiefs in the West. And I think they're the one seed. But two way. through four, depending mm-hmm. on who wins the rest of the divisions, could go anywhere. Agreed. And I, I feel like... So basically, it's Colts, Titans through the South. I feel like it's Ravens, Steelers in the North, and I feel like it's Bills, Dolphins in the East, personally. And I feel like whoever doesn't win those divisions will be the wild cards. Because I don't feel like the Raiders go, and obviously you have a different scenario where I, than I do. I don't have the Raiders going. Oh, yeah, the Browns going. That's right. You don't have the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't think the Browns win their division, though. Yeah, I think the Dolphins have less of a chance of winning the division. than Or the, the Browns... I think the Browns have a less chance of winning the North than the Dolphins have a chance of winning the East. Agreed. I also don't think the Dolphins, like, I don't, I don't think the Dolphins end the season well. I think they don't give the Bills a run for their money. We'll have to see. Uh, that's what football is, unpredictable, yep. as always. All right. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here for week eight, week nine, and our midseason fun time predictions. I've recorded everything so we can keep up to date with what we did. And I have our stand, our, our individual standings after each week uh, posted or uh, in our thing. So you guys can also talk about that and tell us your predictions for the week. We're very interested to hear about it. You guys have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you all next week uh, for week 9, week 10 as the Eagles can play football again. And I'll have something to watch next the, the following week. Yeah, have a great rest of your guys' day. Enjoy it. And uh, d- d- don't stress too much about everything else in life because life is too short. Just enjoy sports. Have a good one. Peace out. Bye.